0: everyone. Um, my name is Shay and welcome to another episode of my podcast, um, Shay Unfolding. So it's probably been about a month since I made my last episode. Um, and I know every time I, I start an episode, I kind of just say <laughs> exactly that, you know, how long it's been since I made my last one and why it's taken me so long to, you know, record another episode. But I think it's because I go through these different waves of emotions um, and almost different moods about either wanting to to talk and, and share things and feeling like that they are of value to people and then on the other hand feeling like, well, why does my voice need to be heard at this time? Like aren't I just adding more noise out there really that's not necessarily um important or warranted or even wanted Um, and the reason i made my last episode was because someone actually came up to me at my local grocery and um, one of the uh people who work out who work there is one of the checkout people um said you know if i was making any more episodes lately uh, and that's kind of what fueled the last episode and then today i received a message on instagram from someone from in somewhere in Europe and, um, basically saying exactly the same kind of thing that they really enjoyed listening and found it very interesting. Um, but no one ever tells me what I should talk about. Um, which can be quite difficult, I guess, because I know there are people who get value out of hearing me talk, but I don't necessarily know what people want to hear about. Um, and every time I kind of ask people, it seems like I'm just meant to know myself, and that's why it takes so long for me to get to another place where I feel comfortable talking about something that I think is actually interesting and relevant at this time um, because I've really got to be in the mood to, to record these episodes um, because they are just off the cuff. If I plan them, if I write them out, they just they lose all – I guess, authenticity and, um, validity in my eyes. Um, and they just don't, you know, even though now it's not really flowing what I'm trying to say, and I'm kind of short of breath and I'm trying of struggling and I'm sort of stumbling my way through it. I know that this episode has value if I kind of, um, can make it to the end and actually talk about something that is meaningful. Um, and I guess what I want to talk about today is kind of how lucky I've been in my life, um, pretty much the whole way through. Um, and I don't just—I don't want to talk about it like from the perspective of "oh, I'm so lucky, yay." Um, but rather how it could be perceived as luck, um, what's gotten me to where I am today, or it could be perceived as something else. And I don't know what the answer is. I think there are so many differing factors that determine whether someone's successful or happy or fulfilled or at peace or satisfied or whatever in their life. Um, And I guess I kind of just want to talk by talking out my story in quite a quick format, um, maybe try to understand if I am both just lucky in my situation in life, or if I've actually allowed something to happen, or I've actually done something that could actually, that other people could also use. Um, and I don't know the answer to that. I go back and forth between this a lot of the time. Um, my life situation at the moment, there are many times where I don't feel like I deserve to have what I have, um, because they were just given to me essentially by, um, my mom. And she was essentially give them, them to her by her father. Um, but then if I look at other aspects, other parts of my family, they were given the same opportunities as me and my mum was given the same opportunities as some of her family. And yet she's managed to do what she's done with them and I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing with the resources that I've been giving, given. So I think, yes, I grew up in what would be considered a quite upper-middle-class, privileged, you know, lifestyle and background. Um, But I think there are so many people who also have that start in life and don't end up doing anything with it. And maybe that's sort of where this is going to go a little bit more today. Um, You know, just because you're given resources by someone or something or even just life in general, it doesn't mean that you actually are going to utilize them appropriately um, I remember being 10 or 11 and um, driving around my grandfather's farm and just kind of being in awe um, looking around at the diff- you know at, at the the vastness of everything and I remember saying to him that he should be really proud of what he's what he's created, what he's made, um, you know, how much he's developed everything. And I don't really remember his response, um, other than just, you know, I think he was just grateful that I made that comment, but I remember kind of thinking to myself that whatever it is that I do with my life, I want to build upon what others have already provided as my foundation you know, if this is what my grandfather's done with his um, lifetime, and if this is what my father's done, I want to be able to build upon that. And I guess what's kind of triggering this line of thought was I was watching just a quick documentary about how millennials of which I guess I kind of just fall in the category of by my age, um, you know, how we're one of the most unlucky generations of all time to be faced with you know, a global financial crisis in 28, 29, and then having this pandemic of of recent time, how it's kind of been like this one-two punch um, knockdown of our economic future and prosperity, um, uh, what's the word, opportunities basically, you know, just as we were all sort of getting on our feet um, in the last couple of years as we go into our later 20s and early 30s, something else comes along that basically makes, you know, forces people to be unemployed, forces people to, um, you know, put those dreams of family and home ownership and travel on, on hold. And well, maybe not travel. I think everyone's pretty much still was able to do that despite everything. Um, and I guess if I kind of go back to how I thought about life around 2011, 2012, 2013, as I was at university and I was looking at the after effects of the global financial crisis. Um, One of the things that I kind of, I think, learned or um, had just picked up, um, you know, in various different ways was this idea that the global system... Financial system, whatever, can't necessarily be trusted to look after me. Um, this whole, all I, this old adage of, you know, I'll go to um, an accounting firm and I'll get a job and I'll be secure for the rest of my life. It didn't make sense to me at that time that that was a safe way to live my life. Um, you know, if I was starting out at the bottom of one of these accounting firms and something at the top end went wrong in terms of maybe an illegal deal or something, you know, something dodgy would happen. It was always gonna be the person at the bottom who was always going to take the, you know, the fall as it were. And I remember having conversations with my dad about that, Um, you know, saying that, well, the person at the bottom is always gonna have to take the fall. And in the time of an economic struggle, crisis, whatever, um, the people at the bottom are always going to be let go. You know, how can I future proof my own financial capacity and career, um, if I'm working for someone else? And that was when I had the mindset, when my, when my mindset started to change and it went away from wanting to work for someone else and feeling that sense of security and it moved towards wanting to work for myself. And that was the mindset that I took into to leaving that accounting job after such a short period of time. Now, by doing that, I inadvertently kind of threw away all of the privilege that I had acquired in those first 22 years of my life. You know, people say that where you start is kind of determines where you finish. And I had just thrown away my start. But the thing that I had kept or the thing that I had for the first time actually earned was listening and trusting myself, going, okay, no one is responsible for my life. no one will look after me and that's not a negative thing. That's not saying like oh no one cares, the universe doesn't care about me, life sucks, whatever. It wasn't a pessimistic view towards governments or towards economic institutions. It was just a really pragmatic realistic view. And it's the thing that's kind of driven me the whole way through the rest of my life is every decision and choice is mine, Um, or at least, you know, it's made by the thing that's me, but that's a whole nother story. Um, You know, for this, for the argument of of today, we'll say that it was my decision um, to do those things, but it meant that I had the power, if that makes sense, you know, when at a time like now, it's so easy to give away your authority to governments and institutions and um, things that are organizations that are outside of you. And I look, I look at these documentaries about millennials and about other people kind of saying how, how tough times are at the moment. And, yes, of course they're tough. Um, but don't expect anyone to, to fix the problem for you because the people who are trying to fix the problem for you really should just focus on fixing the problem for themselves. Um, and maybe that comes across a little bit harsh, but it's kind of what I do believe. If people were just actually focused on looking after themselves first and everyone did that, then we wouldn't have this need of, you know, one group overarching looking over another group. And that's kind of what I noticed in the GFC was, Okay, if you were if I was working at Lehman Brothers at that point in my life, you know, 21, 22 and I was working at an investment bank in New York and I just lost my job, where do I go? Everything that I had been taught to believe in, the fact that I had this higher education, the fact that I went to these private schools, the fact that my, you know, father had finances and but does that mean anything if all of a sudden this big institution just says goodbye, no, it doesn't really mean anything anymore. You have to go and make decisions for yourself. And that was kind of what drove me to, to have that realization that resulted in me leaving my accounting job. And the next five years, you know, from 2015 to now, haven't been easy, and especially the next the three years after that. You know, I had started a lot of crappy businesses. I would tried to be a life coach. I tried to be a health coach. I tried to be meditation teacher. I tried to be a consciousness consultant, whatever the hell that was. Um, you know, I kept reading. I kept learning. And I kept making a shitload of mistakes. Um, you know, and I have journal entries and I have a, a, you know stories to to back that up. Um, but they were my mistakes. Every single one of those bad business decisions, bad relationship decisions, whatever, they were all my mistakes. Um, I was very lucky, yes, that I had a a parent in my mom who felt that by me at least having a go at life on my own two feet, she was willing to pick up the slack if I couldn't afford things at times. Um, And maybe that created a sense of security. And yes, it did. Of course it did. But I always said to myself that, you know, there's a very real likelihood that one day this will be cut off and you'll still have to fend for yourself. And I did have to do that. When I, start, when I moved to Sydney and I started transitioning and I was living with someone else, um, you know, a long-term partner, I was living off my own two feet. I was living off everything was what I had earned. Um, and it wasn't a lot, but everything that I had I had because of the decisions that I had made, not expecting handouts from banks, not expecting handouts from governments, not expecting handouts from medical facilities, whatever. You know, as a trans person, it's so easy, I think, sometimes to just fall into this victim mentality. But as I look at what's going on around the world at the moment, it's not just trans people that fall into a victim mentality, obviously. It's so many of us, and it's no wonder, you know, you're brought brought up to f- believe everything your parents tell you from day one. From the moment you're born, you're being conditioned by their beliefs, by their values, by everything that they hold close to them or how they want to raise you. You as this very malleable young, you know, being that's come into the world, <laughs> Um You know, you're so easily conditioned by them. And we're taught to basically um, not make decisions for ourselves. So when something like this comes along, a pandemic comes along, everyone's like, well, what do I do now? Where am I going to to earn money? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And they're expecting someone else to have the answer. And the reality is no one has the answer on how to live your life other than you there are things out there, there are systems, there are, you know, practices that can help you become more self-aware. And that's what self-awareness is. You know, being aware of your surroundings, being aware being aware of your body, being aware of how your thinking mind, and learning to actually make decisions that are yours, and not just following the crowd. Because when I kind of was watching this documentary today about the millennials and stuff, it was like, okay, is this just a really, you know, this woman, she was in the fashion industry or something herself and, you know, she graduated at the turn of the GFC in 2010, um, you know, with a very low entry job or no job at all. And now she's being faced with COVID and she's now unemployed and blah, 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 all that stuff. that so many else, so many other people are facing as well, of course. Um, but she was just sort of like talking to this interviewer with the mentality of like, and I expect the system to help me. It's like the system's not going to help you. The system doesn't tell you what, like, it shouldn't tell you what to eat. The system doesn't tell you to go for a walk. The system doesn't tell you to sleep. Like you are the thing that can make those decisions if you choose to make them yourself. And so I think about, you know, how lucky I've been with the foundation that I've been given. But I've also kind of learned that I basically tried it, I threw that away to a degree. The start that I had in life, I literally threw away my degree that I have at the moment. And the first jobs that I had don't have any real, real relevance to what I'm doing at the moment. Um, and I had to start again. And the only thing that stayed consistent in that whole journey of starting again to getting to where I am now has been trusting myself and trusting my own authority to make decisions and, for me, learning that, you know, a lot about who I am Um, because that's something that you can never unlearn. Learning who you are and learning how you work as, you know, a mechanism basically you know we're just essentially um, objects moving in space and if you can learn how you as a particular object moves in space correctly for you then you don't need to worry when the next pandemic comes you don't need to worry when the next gfc comes because every single decision that you ever make you have control and power and authority over it doesn't matter what's around on the outside the you know, the context outside of you, the external context doesn't matter anymore to me. I'm fascinated and I'm interested and I'm intrigued and I have empathy and I feel compassionate to uh, compassion towards people who are struggling at this time. But it also makes me, forces me really, at least today, has forced me to be able to share, well, why is it that I don't feel like I'm struggling with those basic things? Is it just because of privilege and luck and foundation building through family, heritage, whatever, whatever? Or is it because I actually learnt and continue to learn to become self-aware and to understand how I best move through, you know, time and space and how I best make decisions that are right for me? Because if you can make a decision that's right for you, you can move forward with a sense of clarity. And you might not be going in the direction, you might not go in the direction that you think you should be going. But when something like as big as what we're facing at the moment happens, you know, a pandemic comes along, um, you can face that. And don't for a minute think that this is the last thing of challenge that we're going to be faced with as millennials, because it's not. It's probably just the start of the wave, I'm sorry to tell you that, but there's a lot more that needs to be shook up in the world um, and I don't think this is the biggest thing you're ever going to face in your life. Um, Sorry if that hurts people, but I do genuinely believe, no, I genuinely know through experience that if you can make a decision that's right for you, you can make a decision that's right for you on any topic. And at the end of the day, the way that we spend our time in life is just the result of making small decisions moment by moment.